Discover the tips and strategies that will help you achieve your retirement goals. I'm your host, James Canole, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you retire well. It all starts right here on Ready for Retirement. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ready for Retirement. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is something that a lot of people struggle with, and that is that most people who have a pension, they struggle to know whether they should take their pension as an annuity or whether they should take a lump sum rollover. Now, this is a huge decision, and most people are making it, and they don't know the right questions to ask that will help guide them in making this best decision as they approach retirement. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go over some of the main considerations you should keep in mind or that you need to consider strongly before making this decision of should you take your pension as an annuity, which is just a lifetime income stream, or should you take it as a lump sum rollover where you have more control over it? So quick overview, pensions are less common today. But for people who have them, they can be a huge benefit in retirement. And a lot of people that do have pensions today are government workers. So it's teachers, it's firefighters, it's police officers, other government workers. Those are pensions, but oftentimes those pensions aren't eligible to be rolled over. Those are simply income streams that you can expect for the rest of your life as the government pays you out based upon your years of service. What we're going to be talking about more specifically is if you have a private corporate pension. So if you work somewhere, you work for a corporation, that company, that corporation is now telling you as you're approaching retirement that you can either take a set amount of income for the rest of your life and maybe even potentially over the rest of a spouse's life based upon the options they offer, or do you want to take that as a rollover? So let's start with this. We're going to go over some of the considerations, some of the benefits to the annuity pension, so the the income option versus some of the benefits to taking a lump sum rollover. But to start with, you have to back way up and consider the big picture. So the first thing you always want to do when taking or making the decision is you want to know what are your other income streams? As you're approaching retirement, your number one question is, are you going to have enough income that lasts for the rest of your life? So when you're making this decision with a pension, the first thing you need to do is you need to see what are your other income streams? Is this going to be the primary source of income that you have? If so, it's probably a different decision you're going to make than someone who maybe has rental income or really strong social security benefits or a strong income from their investments. You have to start with this because if you're looking at your situation and you see that you have a need for guaranteed income each month so that you can retire comfortably, that's probably a good reason to take the annuity option. The pension will provide that income so that you can comfortably or be confident about retiring and have that income that continues for you. But maybe you look at your situation and your income needs are already met. Maybe it's rental income, it's social security, it's other investments. Maybe between all that, you can meet all your needs and then some, and you don't really have a need for excess income from the annuity, the annuity option of the pension. Well, if that's the case, that could be a compelling reason to roll the pension over so you have more control over it, more flexibility, and can then even pass that to your heirs one day. So the big point I want to make here is that it must be taken into account or you must take into account your current financial situation and your retirement plan before really making a decision because there's not a one-size-fits-all answer. But with that in mind, let's take a look at what are some of the benefits of taking an annuity versus what are some of the benefits of taking the rollover. So let's start with this. We'll start with what are some of the reasons to take the pension as an annuity? Okay, so you retire, you take your pension, and you receive income for life from that. 
Well, the first benefit to that is security. Assuming that the company you worked for and the pension department or the pension company managing that for you is stable and secure, that presents a lot of security. You know that that's an income benefit that you can count on. You don't need to worry about is the market up or is the market down. You don't need to worry about are you managing your money the right way to ensure that it can create income for you. There's security in knowing that a pension company or a pension provider is managing this for you and generating the income you need, and you have that each month, every single month for the rest of your life. So that presents security, and that's one of the best reasons or one of the strongest reasons I see people taking the annuity pension option. Now, on top of that, you have a number you can plan for. When you're running your retirement projections and you're trying to see, can I retire? What you're generally doing, to simplify it a bit, is you're saying, what are your expenses going to be in retirement? And then how do you create the income needed to meet those living expenses? So the nice thing about a pension is you know with certainty what your income is going to be this month, what it's going to be next month, what it's going to be the year after, the year after that. You have a number that you can plan for. That number doesn't change based upon whether the market's up or down or based on other factors. It's nice to have something that you can simply plug into your financial plan or your retirement plan to know with certainty what you're going to be receiving. So it helps to have that from a planning perspective. That's reason number two. So one is security. Two is you have a number you can plan for. The third reason where it oftentimes makes sense to take a pension is it reduces something called sequence of return risk. Now, what that means is when you're retired, it doesn't really matter what your average rate of return on your investments is throughout retirement. Now, when you're growing, when you're working, when you're saving to your 401k or to your investment accounts, the main thing that you're concerned about is what's the average rate of return that you're getting on your investments. When you retire, though, it's totally different. What you are more concerned about is something called your sequence of returns. So for example, let's take two people that both retire, and they both have an average return of 6% throughout their retirement. Now, let's say that person one in this scenario, their portfolio averages 6% growth, but right when they retire, the market takes a nosedive. Market's down 20% the first year. Then the second year, it's down another 15%. Then the third year, it's down another 15%. And then it recovers, and over the course of that person's retirement, the market averaged 6%. We'll take the second person in that example. They also got 6% average return, but their first three years of retirement, the market did nothing but go up. It was up 20%, then it was up 25%, then it was up 15% the year after. Then it kind of settled back down to normal and it averaged 6% or their investments averaged 6% for them. Now, even though both of those investors experienced the same average rate of return, investor number two had a better investment experience. His portfolio or her portfolio would have been worth more at the end of retirement simply because of those strong years up front. If you retire and the market's down for two, three years in a row, and on top of it being down, you're also now taking withdrawals from your portfolio, well, not only are your investments down because the market's down, but you're also down because you're taking income from it. You're dipping into your portfolio and it's forcing you to sell your investments when they're down. And that's called sequence of return risk. The fact that you have bad years at the beginning of your retirement actually puts your portfolio at risk of not being able to last all the way through retirement. Whereas if you had those good years up front, it would have put you in a much stronger position. So 
What pensions do is pensions help to reduce the sequence of return risk. You're not so dependent upon what your investments are doing for you if you have a pension because that pension is meeting a lot of your needs, which gives you the freedom, the flexibility to invest how you need to, knowing that you don't need to create every single dollar of your income from your investments because the pension's helping to take some of that risk off the table. So that's sometimes another good reason to take a pension is you don't need to worry so much about what order of returns you get in your investment account. Reason number four is taking a pension reduces longevity risk. So one of the biggest risks that people are now facing as people are living longer, which is a great thing, the challenge they're up against is they need their income to last longer. You're not retiring at 65 and then only living five or six years on average anymore. You're retiring at 65 or whenever you retire, and you might have a 30-year retirement ahead of you. So while that's great from the life expectancy side and just the quality of life side, what it presents challenges for is how are you going to create income for 30 plus years potentially in retirement? If you have a portfolio, you're going to manage it in such a way that it's designed to create income for you over a certain time period. But at some point, that portfolio can't last for the rest of your life if that life is longer than 30, 40 plus years, depending upon, of course, how much you have in your portfolio and how much you're taking out. What a pension does is a pension says, we're going to pay you this income for as long as you live. And pension companies can do that because of what's called the law of large numbers. They know that some people collecting these pensions are going to live 30 plus years. They know other people collecting pensions maybe are going to pass away within the first five to 10 years of retirement. So they use a law of large numbers to be able to safely do this, again, assuming the pension is well-funded. And so what that means for you is that if you have longevity in your family, or if you think that you could live a long time into retirement, a pension helps to reduce the risk of you outliving your money. That pension income will last for the rest of your life, whether you live until 70, 80, 90, 100, pensions are structured so that you'll keep getting paid for as long as you live, whereas a portfolio potentially, depending on how much you have in it and depending on how much you're taking out each year, that could be fully withdrawn at some point, and once it's gone, it's gone. There's no one that's still paying you income from it. So reason number four of why it sometimes makes sense to take the pension is it reduces longevity risk. Reason number five, it's less work. (laughs) If you're going to take the rollover, you need to make sure that that money is managed well. And sometimes if it's managed well, you can do better than what the pension will option will guarantee for you. But if you just want to have a stress-free, you don't need to worry about how is your investment portfolio being managed, well, sometimes a pension takes that work off your plate. You and potentially your surviving spouse, if there's a surviving spouse option that you elect, this is just income that you can expect to receive. And you don't need to worry about how it's managed. You don't need to track your investments and make sure that you're rebalancing or tax loss harvesting or making sure that your investment portfolio is being managed in a way that tracks what you need from it over the course of your retirement. You can just step back and do exactly what you want to do. If you want to travel, go travel. If you want to spend time with family, spend time with family. If you want to do anything and everything you want to do in retirement and not have to worry about how it's managed, great. Taking the pension option or the annuity option of the pension gives you the freedom to do so without having to worry about making sure your portfolio is managed correctly. So those are the main five reasons or the five reasons that I see most frequently of why it makes sense to take the annuity option when it comes to your pension options. If those are the cases, if that describes you, it could be a pretty compelling case to take the annuity from your pension. But there's other reasons why it might make sense to take the lump sum instead. So 
A few of the reasons why it might make sense to take the lump sum. Number one is you're not confident in your company's pension. When your company pays you a pension, they're not just using current income to pay you out. What they've done every year that you worked at your company is they set some money aside into a separate pension account, into a defined benefit plan. And so when they're looking at a defined benefit plan, you want to make sure that if your company is saying, hey, so-and-so, we're going to pay you a pension for the rest of your life, you want to make sure that pension is well-funded. They can make all the promises they want, but if there's not enough money set aside in that defined benefit plan, you may not have a whole lot of confidence that that plan is funded enough for you to even be able to expect to receive that pension throughout your retirement. So if you're not confident in that, one of the reasons to take the lump sum is that it gets the money out of the pension and it gives you more control over it. You don't need to worry about is the pension company well-funded or not. You then get control over those assets and can do what you want with it. So reason number one, you're not confident in your company's pension. Number two, and this ties right into number two, is it gives you more control. If you have control over your pension, and, and, and one of the reasons I see that you might want this most frequently is let's say that you retire and you retire at age 65. And at age 65, let's assume you're not collecting social security yet. Let's assume that starts at 67. Well, you may need a lot of income the first couple of years of retirement because you don't have social security yet. You can take money from your investments, but you're not yet at that age where you have to take your required distributions from your investments yet. So for the first couple of years between retiring and when social security starts, you need a lot more income from your investments. Then after that, at age 72, you're going to start having required minimum distributions from your 401ks or IRAs. So it may be the case that between required distributions from IRAs and 401ks and social security down the road, you may have all of your income needs met. Great. Well, if, if that's the case, you don't necessarily need one single income amount from your pension for the rest of your retirement, for the rest of your life. You may need different amounts. You may need a lot more from your pension those first couple of years of retirement before social security is kicked in, before your required distributions are, are fully being paid out. And then you may need less along the way. Social security kicks in. So you take a little bit less from your portfolio because your income needs are met through that. Then your required distributions kick in. And then at that point, and not saying this applies to everyone, but at that point, maybe between social security and between your required distributions and between any other potential income sources you have, you may have your needs fully met. And you don't even want more income at that point because if you do have more income, well, it's fully taxable. So when I say you have more control if you take a lump sum, what I mean by that is maybe you take a lot more from that lump sum the first couple of years or few years of retirement to supplement your income needs. But then later on in retirement, you don't need to take out as much as you did early on. So it gives you more flexibility where you don't have to take a set amount every single month. You can take out the amounts that you need and it just gives you the flexibility to be able to do that. The third reason why it sometimes makes sense to take a lump sum you can pass it on. With a pension, if you receive a pension as an annuity, once you pass away and your surviving spouse passes away, if you elect a survivor benefit, that annuity disappears. It's gone. No kids are receiving it. No heirs are receiving it. It stops paying. If you take a lump sum though, whatever you live on, let's say you take a lump sum of, of call it $300,000 from your pension. And let's assume that that keeps growing. You take a little bit out of it over the course of your lifetime, but you don't need it all because maybe you have other investments or maybe because you have other income sources. If that's the case, then when you pass and when your spouse passes down the road, you can leave that amount to your kids or to your heirs. 
So you have an amount that you can pass on to surviving heirs, and that's not something that you would have if you took the annuity option that just paid you income for your life and maybe potentially a spouse's life, but that's it. Fourth reason why it might take make sense to take the lump sum is you can build in inflation adjustments. If you have a government pension, oftentimes you receive what's called a cost of living adjustment. You might hear it referred to as a COLA, C-O-L-A. If you work for a government and receive that pension, there's oftentimes COLAs built in, cost of living adjustments built in. But if you work for a private company and receive a pension from that company, there are almost never cost of living adjustments baked in. So you might retire when you're 65 and let's say you have a pension that's paying you $4,000 per month. Great. That's a healthy amount of money that might help to cover most of your expenses or, or at least a good portion of your expenses when you're done working. The problem is, over the course of your retirement, expenses are going to double, if not even triple, depending upon what inflation does and depending upon how long you live. So that $4,000 maybe went a long way when you retired at 65. It went a long way in covering the expenses that you had to cover at that time. 20 years later, though, you're still receiving $4,000, but the purchasing power of that might be cut in half or more. So it does not go as far down the road. Well, if you take the lump sum, you can structure it in a way that maybe you take a little bit less income upfront from your investments because you now have full control over it, as we mentioned. But then maybe you build in inflation adjustments, take a little bit less upfront, but then you take more out the next year and then more out the next year and then more out the year after that as inflation goes up. So it helps you to control the effects of inflation, which is one of the biggest risks in retirement is not accounting for what inflation is going to do to your purchasing power over time. Then number five, one of the biggest reasons I see to take a lump sum is because there's some incredible tax planning opportunities that exist if you do so. This doesn't apply to everyone. There's some people where this won't be the case for, but let's look at an example. Let's assume you have a pension and you're going to retire and you could either take a $1,700 per month annuity forever. So that's the annuity option. Or your pension company says that you can take a lump sum of $350,000 and you would take that and you would roll it over to an IRA. So let's say that in addition to that, you also have some 401ks, an IRA, and maybe you have a bunch of cash because you just downsized your home and you moved out of state for retirement. And let's assume that between the investments, the cash and the social security, you can create the income you need for the rest of your life. You put a good financial plan together and you've got all the tools you need to create income so that you can retire comfortably. So the first option is you could just take the pension, the annuity option, and it would give you another $1,700 of income each month. So keep in mind this income is fully taxable. So $1,700 per month is the gross amount and after taxes, it's going to be less. But that's just another income stream that you're receiving. And it's not a big deal today that that income is fully taxable, but take a look at this. By age 72, assuming you're married, you're going to have two social security benefits. And I'm going to assume you, you, you worked a good job and you have a strong social security benefit. So by age 72, depending on when you collect social security, it would certainly be before this. You're going to have two social security benefits. You're going to have interest and dividends if you invested your cash. That's fully taxable. You're going to have required minimum distributions from your IRAs and 401ks. Then people always ask, well, how much do I have to take out of my IRA or 401k? It's a percentage that actually goes up each year. But just an easy way of thinking about it is, is assume that for every million dollars that you have in an IRA and 401k, you have to take out $37,000 as a required distribution that first year. 
So if you have 2 million, double that. If you have 500,000, cut that in half. But that's the amount you take out the first year, and that number begins to increase over time. And then on top of that, you also have $20,400 per year of income from the pension. So that's 1,700 times 12. So things at first were good. You were meeting all of your income needs, but now all of a sudden later on in retirement, you've got two social security benefits. You've got large required taxable distributions from your IRA and 401k. You've got interest and dividends that you're paying taxes on from your invested cash. You've got $20,000 plus of other taxable income from your pension. Now, it's kind of a good problem to have in that you're only paying taxes on the income you're receiving, but it's still taxes. It's still a lot of money that maybe you're paying in taxes for income that you're having to take above and beyond what you even need to be able to retire comfortably. So take a look at this alternative in this example. Assume you still retire at 65, but let's assume that instead of taking the annuity option from the pension, maybe you rolled over to a traditional IRA. And let's assume that for those first few years of retirement, you actually live on the cash that you have or the non-retirement investment accounts that you have and some social security. Well, what you could do is you could look to actually convert 50000 per year of that pension rollover. So you roll over the 350000 to an IRA. And every year you convert 50000 of that from your IRA to your Roth IRA. Over seven years, assuming you don't invest that money so it doesn't get any growth, that adds up to $350,000 of conversions over that seven years. Now, what you've done there is you've converted that money, the IRA conversion to the Roth. Those conversions happen potentially at a lower tax bracket because you don't yet have your full Social Security benefit. You aren't yet paying any required distributions on your IRA and 401k. You haven't invested that cash. You live on that cash. And so I know this can get a little bit complicated, but the concept is if you take that pension rollover and convert it, or at least convert a portion of it over the first few years of retirement, what you've done is now instead of having a taxable income amount each year from that, now you have full control over it and all or a portion of it is in a Roth IRA, which is not taxable at all in retirement. So that will certainly not apply to everyone, but it is a great planning point I see quite often when people do have pensions and do have other assets that they can live on the first few years of retirement that can save tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout retirement on taxes, depending upon your situation. So those are certainly some of the considerations you want to make. If you're deciding between rolling over your pension into an IRA versus taking the annuity option, one thing I will say is this, is beware. If you have a financial advisor, if you're looking to work with a financial advisor to help you make this decision, understand that a lot of financial advisors make their money only if you're using the products that they recommend. Now, what that creates is that creates a conflict of interest. If you say, hey, Joe advisor, here's my two options. Should I take the rollover or should I take the annuity option? Well, a lot of advisors are only getting paid if you roll that money over and they sell you a product. So there's going to be a conflict of interest. They're going to be more biased in terms of recommending the rollover. I've actually had quite a bit of people come in for a second opinion. They were having someone recommend that they roll their pension over into an IRA where a financial advisor was giving them recommendations on how to invest it. And after that second opinion, I told them very clearly, absolutely under no circumstances do so. Either the annuity option that they had was a very strong benefit that they would have trouble replacing with a rollover or the annuity option just fit their financial plan perfectly. And so I do see, unfortunately, too many cases of people being recommended 
or if people having advisors recommend that they roll their pension over when really that's not the best bet. So just be aware of that. Make sure that if you're going to an advisor, make sure that they are showing you the numbers, make sure they're working in a fiduciary capacity where they're legally required to do what's in your best interest. And make sure you're looking at it from all angles. As I mentioned, it's not just an income thing. It has to do with security. It has to do with control. It has to do with taxes. There's a lot of things that you need to consider when you're making the decision of what to do. So in general, here's what it's going to come down to when you're looking to see what should you do with your pension. Number one, first and foremost, how does the pension fit into your overall retirement income plan? Do you have a need for that guaranteed income or could you consider doing something else with it? Number two, how much control do you want of the money? Do you want it to be the case where an annuity company or a pension company is managing that for you and all you need to worry about is cashing your checks each month? Great. The annuity option might be a perfect fit. Or do you want more control over this, whether it's for tax reasons or whether it's for investing differently or whether it's just you want to be able to have control over that full lump sum, the lump sum might be better in that case. Number three, do you care about being able to pass the money to heirs? You take the annuity option, that's going to pay out over your lifetime and potentially a spouse's lifetime if you elect that benefit. If you take the lump sum, you can live on that money while you're living. And if you have anything left or whatever you have left, you can pass that on to your children or onto your heirs when you pass away, whereas the annuity would stop after you and a spouse passed. Number four, does your situation lend itself to tax planning opportunities? If so, then this pension could be an incredible tax planning opportunity for you where you could actually save, as I mentioned, tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of your retirement if you do it right. And then number five, what's your comfort level for taking on the risks of investing? This kind of goes back to the control thing that we talked about, but the risks are always there. There's the risk that the annuity company may not be able to honor the promises it makes in terms of how much income you can receive. But there's also the risk that if you invest it, you have to be on top of it and you have to make sure that you're invested the right way to create income for you. So it's understanding what risk are you more comfortable with. And that's the fifth thing that you want to come down to or consider, I should say, when determining which option to take. So that's it for this episode of Ready for Retirement. If you are still listening and if you're finding this is helpful, then first of all, thank you. Thank you for being here and thank you for spending the time listening to this episode. And secondly, I'd love it if you would subscribe to the show. I want to make sure that you don't miss any future episodes. There's going to be a ton of value-packed information, more episodes coming up down the road, and I want to make sure that you get those delivered right to your podcast feed, whether you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to episode number four of the Ready for Retirement podcast. To see the show notes for today's episode, please head over to the Ready for Retirement website at readyforretirement.co. That's readyforretirement.co. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show. A new episode will be released each week, and by subscribing, you'll be notified each time that happens. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. It's me again for the disclaimer. Please be smart about this. Before doing anything, please be sure to consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It is for informational purposes only.